0: Welcome to the TPC Podcast. Thanks for listening. The Pentecostal Church is located at 3700 Kelly Highway in Fort Smith, Arkansas. With roots anchored firmly right here in the Arkansas River Valley, it continues to be a beacon of hope in a hopeless world and a hospital for hurting souls. TPC is a place where you can call home and fulfill your calling in the kingdom of God. Join us for this incredible word from the Lord today.
1: The book of 1 Peter chapter number 4, verse number 7. The book of 1 Peter chapter number 4. I'll give you just a moment to get there. The book of 1 Peter chapter number 4. Amen. Verse number 7. But the end of all things is at hand. Be ye therefore sober, and watch unto prayer. And above all things, have fervent charity among yourselves. For charity shall cover the multitude of sins. Use hospitality one to another without grudging. As every man hath received the gift, even so minister the same one to another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Verse number 11. If any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any man minister, let him do it as the ability which God giveth, that God in all things may be glorified through Jesus Christ, to whom be praise and dominion forever and ever. Amen. And somebody said amen. God bless you. You may be seated. I want to take just a moment here today to share with you uh, what I feel on my heart. I, I will be conscious of the time. I'm not attempting to set any records here today. But this will be a special and unique Sunday as we see, I believe, an anointing on the hearts of all of us, not only defying the Lord, but define the purpose that the Lord has for us. I believe that we are living in a very special day, a very special time. I know maybe that has been said numerous occasions, but I believe that we are living in that very special time and day. And I believe this church is being thrust into a harvest field where many, many hearts and lives and individuals are going to be called to be a part of the harvest field. There are so many hurting and struggling and hungry and thirsty and desiring people that God is going to use you. God is going to use you to minister to them so that their lives don't have to continue to be the same. If you keep doing the same thing and expect to get a different result, you are fooling yourself. God is trying to take us from one level to the next level, from one dimension to the next dimension. And I truly believe this is the time and the hour and the moment that the Lord is calling us. I wonder if they could just put the picture of the clock up on the screen for a moment This clock is what I feel that the Lord is calling us at a very strategic time according to the book of Acts. In the book of Acts, if you read chapter number 2 of the book of Acts, you will find out beginning with verse number 1 that when the day of Pentecost was fully come, They were all with one accord in one place and suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind and it filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire and it set upon each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. That is the beginning of the New Testament church. That is the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Now, when you pick up from that outpouring, initial outpouring of the Holy Ghost, verse number 5 says, And they were dwelling at Jerusalem Jews, devout men, out of every nation under heaven. Now, when this was noised abroad, the multitude came together and were confounded because that every man heard them speak in his own language. They were all amazed and marveled, saying one to another, Behold, are not all these which speak Galileans? but how we hear we every man in our own tongue wherein we were born, Parthians and Medes, Elamites and dwellers of Mesopotamia, and Judea and Cappadocia, in Pontus in Asia, Pergia, Pamphylia, and in Egypt, in the parts of Libya and Cyrene, and of Rome, Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Rabians, do we hear speak in our tongue the wonderful works of God. And they were all amazed and were in doubt, saying one to another, What meaneth this? Others, mocking, said, These men are full of new wine. But Peter, standing up with the eleven, lifted up his voice and said unto them, You men of Judea and all ye that dwell at Jerusalem, be this known unto you and hearken to my words. For these are not drunk. Verse number 15. As you suppose, seeing is but the third hour of the day. But this is that which was spoken by the prophet Joel. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Somebody say all flesh. flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens I will pour out in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. I need to tell the Pentecostal church that we have entered into the third hour of the day. The third hour of the day is the clock that you're looking at right now, 9 a.m. It was at 9 a.m., the morning, the beginning of the day, That all of a sudden, as the Holy Ghost was poured out upon them, all people from languages, cultures, different backgrounds and ideas and concepts, strangers and commoners, individuals who knew much and individuals who knew nothing, all of a sudden they began to hear from their country the language from their country but they were in a place where they were among Galileans. Galileans who did not know their language, but yet were speaking their language. I want to tell you, this is our day. The clock has struck the third hour of the day. There is a harvest of hundreds of thousands of souls that are awaiting you and I. This is our time. We can go through another service. We can sing another song. I can preach another message. We can clap. We can pray a little and we can go home. But I'm telling you, God is strategically placing this moment within our possession to reap the harvest of thousands. On that one day, over 3,000 people were filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost and baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus because it was time. As your pastor, you may be ridiculed. You may be rejected. You may be ostracized because somebody at the restaurant or somebody at a store or somebody that you meet or family members who think you become radical will wonder what happened to you. What's the change in you? What's going on with you? I will tell you, we now have been called to evangelize. We have been called to reach the loss in the region from which God has placed us. Hundreds of thousands of people are in need of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Among us today, there are licensed ministers Among us today, there are licensed men and women who are preaching the gospel, some of them out today preaching the gospel, some who are here today but won't be here next week or the next week. Our own Bishop Thomas is out ministering the gospel. God is using all of us to do his work. Why? Because we have moved in to a third hour of the day where God is pouring out his Spirit. It is not going to surprise me that some of you are going to call and say, I never had received the gift of the Holy Ghost. With the evidence of speaking with other tongues, I was a little shy at church with all the people around. But I got home and got to praying about this. And when I begin to surrender to the Lord, something happened to me that's never happened to me before. I begin to speak in a language that I don't know. Can I tell you that is the infilling of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking with other tongues. And it is for you. Even if you are a little shy, this is the day that the Lord has ordained to cleanse our hearts from shame and sin and to refill us with the power of the Holy Spirit according to Acts 1 and 8, and you shall receive power. So when it happens to you in your house, just come on over. We'll baptize you in the wonderful name of Jesus. If you want to be baptized today, just in a few moments, you can walk down here and we'll baptize you today in the waters of baptism in the wonderful name of Jesus Christ. When you begin to sit around and look around, there's people you haven't seen and the building starts getting fuller and fuller. It's because this is our hour at TPC to evangelize our world. We need evangelists, and you today are being called to serve the kingdom of God. You're being called to serve the kingdom of God. Okay, that wasn't my message. I mean, that was my message, but that's not my message. Can I have five more minutes? (laughs) Maybe a little longer. That is, that is a prophetic word to this church. This is a prophetic moment for your family. God is calling your family out of the chains of bondage, out of tradition, out of struggle God is calling your family into a place of divine deliverance and special anointing that the enemy has tried to wreck their lives and destroy their futures but God has struck the clock at the third hour it is our day of evangelism And trust me i am willing for someone to misunderstand so that we can reach the lost this is our day this is our moment and you and i are called to serve you may be seated let me take you for a moment to the Old Testament, Jeremiah chapter number 18. I'm not going to read all of this, but just read Jeremiah chapter number 18. I want to give you a glimpse of the Old Testament where God is attempting to work on a person. You know, God didn't just create us without a purpose and a calling. You're not just here to be here. God's got something for me to do. You say, well, you're, you're the pastor. Thank you. I, I, but God's called you to do something as well. And whenever I accepted my call in the ministry, I didn't know I was gonna be a pastor. I just knew God was calling me and I wanted to be obedient, because I knew God had called me to serve. And I want to be open to that and yielded to that. When you read the book of Jeremiah, chapter number 18, the Lord begins to speak to Jeremiah and said, Jeremiah, speak to the people and tell the people this. Let's get up and go down to the potter's house. And I want the people to hear my words. And whenever they went to the potter's house, the Bible says that they beheld a rot of work on the wheel. The potter had taken a hump of clay that had at some point been made or formed in some way. But the vessel that the potter had in his hands, the scripture said, had been marred. It Something was not right with it. And then the potter took in his hands the clay. And he put the clay on the wheel. And he began to spin the wheel. And he began to apply everything that needed to be applied. The water, the pressure, the working, the molding. It didn't happen in just one moment. But it continued to work until the Bible said he made it again he made it again. He made it again. He made it again. A good vessel. Somebody say good vessel. He made it again a good vessel. It seemed good to the potter. Then the word of the Lord came into Jeremiah and saying, O house of Israel, cannot I do with you as this potter? Oh, that's the question here today. The the answer to all of this is is we are so messed up. All of us are messed up clay. We're carnal. We're flesh. We're struggling. We fight our own opinions. We fight our own lust. We fight our own understanding, our own desires. We are all messed up clay. But I'm preaching today for somebody who's messed up that if you would just submit yourself to the hand of the potter. And say, Lord, today, I don't know what I could ever be for the kingdom. But I want to put my life into your hands. I want to put my mind into your hands. I want to put my habits into your hands. I want to put my struggles into your hands. And I want you to apply the pressure. I want you to pour onto me what I need so that I can be made what you want me to be. And God can make you again a good vessel. A good vessel. Make me a vessel again. Make me a vessel that's not broken, but that's mended. All of the leaky parts of my life Apply what needs to be applied. Add a little something here and there. Patch me up, God, from the inside to the outside. Work on me and make me something that can hold the new wine, the Spirit of Christ, the testimony and witness of healings and forgiveness. The greatest witness you can have and be is when you tell others about what God has done for you. You are a testimony. Today, God wants to take the vessel off of just the shelf to display what it used to be or could have been. And God wants to work on it so he can make it a vessel that can be used. That can be used. Somebody believes in you. Somebody loves you. Somebody's influenced by you. And if you will use your life... To use that influence you can be a vessel that he can put things in and pour things out of put things in and pour things out of put things in and pour things out of I just wonder in the spirit of this congregation today if there could be people that would accept the call of God to serve regardless of your past regardless of your struggles but saying God God has got something that he wants me to do, and I want him to work on me from within and without and use me to be what he wants me to be. There's a calling in this room today. There is a Holy Ghost calling in this room today. That's why I'm asking you in a few moments to walk slowly. Walk slowly out of this sanctuary and into this lobby. Walk slowly around and pray and allow God to speak to you. God, I don't know if I can do it the way somebody wants me to do it, but I'm willing to do something. I'm willing to give myself to love souls. Matthew chapter number nine. Jesus done many great things of healings, and teaching, and miracles. But the Bible says it's a moment of of passion in Jesus. We don't see that real often in the life of Jesus' ministry, but we see it in this moment. There's a glimpse into him in Matthew chapter 9 and verse 36. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion on them, because they fainted. They fainted. They were weak. They were unstable. They were scattered abroad. They were wandering aimlessly, confused, as sheep having no shepherd. Jesus had compassion when he saw individuals who were unstable and struggling. He had compassion on them because they were wandering aimlessly. And Jesus then declared to his disciples, in which we are, because this shoe fits. We are disciples. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the laborers are few. We have a lot of vessels on the shelf that's got a small leak or some sort of way that they have determined I'm inadequate, I'm unqualified, I'm sinful, I'm struggling. I don't know if we've fully taken the opportunity in the past to implement God's call in this verse, but we are today. We are today. We are now. Because in my neighborhood are weak people. I don't know that I'm the strongest among them because I got my own weaknesses. But I feel the weaknesses of my neighborhood. I walk around in the city and I see scattered and there is a new compassion that overwhelms me in this region. When I drive through these counties around us, and I do it frequently, and I pull into filling stations, and I drive down small downtown areas, and some of them stores have been closed for years up in the mountainous areas, and and around and across the state line, and, and houses, and buildings, and locations and schools and i feel a weakness and a scatteredness and there's something in my soul says you're running out of time you're running out of time but the clock has struck 9 and this is the day of evangelism this is the moment because we're not worried about the harvest the harvest is great our elders need to hear the gospel our young marriage need to hear the gospel. Our middle-aged need to hear the gospel. Our single adults need to hear the gospel. Our teenagers need to hear the gospel. Our children need to hear the gospel. There is a weakness and a wandering. And God has called you to serve. To serve. Then he said something. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest. Not that he would send forth the harvest. We've been praying for a harvest. The harvest is here. We don't need to keep praying for a harvest. All around you, on your job is the harvest. Your family is the harvest. Your influence is the harvest. Pray ye that the Lord would send forth laborers into the harvest. the greek for the word pray in this verse is deomai deomai pray deomai pray this word prayer in the greek defined is jesus says to want laborers desiring laborers Longing for laborers. Asking for laborers. Begging for laborers. Jesus said, I'm begging for laborers. I'm desiring for laborers. I'm longing for laborers. I need laborers. I want laborers. I'm lacking laborers not harvest. I'm preaching to you today whether you have received the infilling of the Holy Spirit, whether you have Been baptized or not, God is calling you today to tell somebody about what you feel, about what's happening inside of here because you're not here by accident or by obligation today. But God has filled every seat in this building that has a person in it today. He has filled this seat you're in to call you to be a laborer. Called you serve Romans chapter 6 says we were servants to sin we were servants to sin we were sinning and we were slaves to sin and we couldn't get out of the ditch we were in. We couldn't get out of the bondage we were in. We couldn't get out of the mess we were in until God reached down and picked us up. I don't know where you're from. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what your past has been, but I know what I come to preach today. God is putting a call in your spirit to serve the kingdom like you have never served before. Serve. Serve. Acts chapter number 16. The Bible says that while Paul was preaching the gospel, sharing the gospel, there was a lady full Of the devil that got to following her and coming around her and as as Paul got in a crowd to preach that spirit would cry out and say look at these look at these people look at these who have come to preach the gospel and to show us the way of salvation she was doing it in a very flamboyant way trying to make fun of Paul and those that were sharing the gospel of the salvation. Look at here. They think they're so great. They think they're so wonderful. Look at them. They're bringing the gospel of salvation. The devil knows that there's a calling in your life to share the gospel of salvation. Whether it be to somebody in your school, somebody in your family, somebody on your job, somebody that God's going to divinely connect you to. It doesn't matter who they are or where they are. God's going to connect you to them because God is calling you to serve. But you know who else is going to know this? The devil's going to know this. And the devil's going to rise up against you and try to make fun of you and try to ridicule you and try to make you feel like, wait a minute, I'm going to have to back off from this. I'm going to have to move back from this. I can't do this anymore. But I come to tell you there is another level that you can move into. And that is Paul rose up and he rebuked that spirit out of her. And that same hour, that spirit was delivered from her. And everybody around is going to know that the devil knows That you are called to serve, and God knows you're called to serve, and God's going to give you power over every adversary in your life. Called to serve. Called to serve. Now is the time. It's nine o'clock. Now is the time. You're called to serve. I don't have a clock to put this up, but I did read this recently. The bulletin of the atomic scientists revealed on January 24th, 2023, that their doomsday clock is now set to 90 seconds until midnight. The closest the group has observed the world to an apocalypse since it began its project in 1947. 1947. The group stated that the reason for the change was the Russia-Ukraine war, which began in February of last year. The UN Secretary General warned that the world is in a time of nuclear danger, not seen since the height of the Cold War. I want to tell this church today, I want to tell whoever's listening today, that it is now time to reach our communities. It is now time to reach our world. Who is called to serve? I wish you would stand with me right now. I need to conclude with one final reading. It's in the book of Jude, chapter number 1. It is direction with passion, also direction with wisdom. Jude chapter number one and verse 22 And of some have compassion, making a difference. Of some having compassion, making a difference. And others, Verse 23, save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. Some having compassion. Let your compassion love them. And others, your compassion will reach because you know you have discernment. There's a moment, there's something stirring, saying, God's been talking to you. God's been leading you. This is your day. This is not by coincidence. This has got to happen now. And you are reaching them, pulling them out of the fire, out of hell, out of eternal damnation. You're not here by accident. You're not a part of TPC by accident. You didn't show up today by accident. We have so many amazing, wonderful new people that maybe have come to the Lord and been a part of our church in the last year. Thank God for you. We thank the Lord for you. Would you just duplicate yourself a hundred times in this church? Just serve. Just, we are so thankful that you're a part of us. And you know what? God's about to use you to to win your son or your grandson or your granddaughter or your niece or your nephew, somebody that's weak and struggling and they're addicted to something. I'm telling you, God's bringing in people who have means, people who have money, people who have material things, and God's reaching people who have some material things and some blessings and some who have nothing and some who have owned nothing. God's bringing everybody. This church is open to everybody no matter who you are or where you've been or what color you are or what culture you are, God is opening up the windows of heaven and pouring out a blessing upon every single individual in this entire region. God is reaching and God wants to use you. And God's put amazing men connected to this church, amazing men of God. Brother Patrick and Brother Wes are just two of them. But there's a lot of men and women of God. Women of God. Anointed. Did you hear these people singing today? Did you hear them singing? They're not up here just because they're talented. And they're talented. But they're anointed of God. They have bought in saying, God, if you can use anything, you can use me, Lord and I'm surrendering to your call. I'm submitted to what you want me to do. I'm calling people off the pews. I'm calling vessels off the shelf today. I'm calling people out of retirement. I'm calling people that don't have any experience for this job. Your resume is blank. I'm calling you no matter what you have done or haven't done. I'm calling you into the active work of God. It is time for somebody. We've got hundreds of t-shirts to give away today. We've got hundreds of t-shirts. Somebody's got to accept the call to serve and reach your neighborhood and reach your school and reach the place you work and reach your family there's a need today somebody's got to accept the call of God to serve the kingdom of God are you willing to serve today come on I feel something in this room where you're standing and you walk to this front but somebody's got to accept this call today Somebody's got to accept this call today. There's a compassion that's got to get a hold of somebody. There's a zeal that's got to get a hold of somebody. There's a motivation that's got to get a hold of somebody that's got to say, I got to do a work for God. I got to reach my city. I got to reach the people around me. I got to do something. The kingdom's saying, Helo Romo Shandarama Katahasa. Helo Romoria Yes. 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 Come here, brother and sister Porter. Stand right here. I got your schedule this morning. God's opening doors and taking you to places. It's not for just for you to show up and preach and you're talented and you're gifted and you're anointed. But God is calling you that when you before you ever get there, when you stop to fill out with fuel in that town, in that county, in that city. God's going to put somebody in front of you and when he does I want you to witness to them about the power of the Holy Ghost God's going to put his hand on you because you're called to serve today you're called to serve today I wish they had some more t-shirts I'd just start throwing them around in this room right now I'm telling you God's calling you to serve come on brother sister, sister step up here real quick pastor great church in Conway God's got his hand on them and their children. Come up here. Get up here. Come on, God's raising up. God's called you to serve. God's called you to serve these young people. Come on, let him call you right now. Let him call you right now. Let him call you right now come on brother jess where's sister rochelle get over here brother Jess. sister rochelle god's hands on you his hands on you you're not just you're not just kind of in a stale mode right now you're not just hovering right now god's using you he's going to lead you to people there's some things about to open in your life And there's souls that are depending upon you. Come on, God's gonna use you to serve right now. God's gonna use you to serve right now. Nick and Crystal, get over here. Nick and Crystal right here, get over here. I was ministering with them in the jail this week and they've got a fearless desire to reach the lost and the hungry. And it's time consuming and it takes a lot of patience. But in the jail and in recovery, God's gonna do some things. Come over here, brother. Get you up, know, you and your wife. Come, come over here together. Get over here. God's calling y'all. Come on. It ain't over. God's been using you, and God's gonna keep using you in ministry. It ain't over. Come on. God's calling you to serve. God's calling you to serve. Come on. Let Him fill you with the Holy Ghost. Let him anoint you with the Holy Ghost. Come on, Stacy and Taylor Pollard. Move over here, Stacy. God's using these people. I've got a second t-shirt here because Pastor and Sister Kodo are already at the Podo congregation praying and pleading the blood over that church, getting ready. For a two o'clock service they switch off sundays to do that i want us to pray right now that the anointing of the holy ghost rests on them they've been called to serve Lafleur county raising up a church in podo come on that's right somebody's being called to serve here today grayson hudson god's opening some doors and yeah preaching the gospel I don't know the next door that'll be open, but if you'll pray and seek the Lord, God's not calling you just to preach. He's calling you to reach the lost. You're called to serve today. You're called to serve today. You're called to serve today. Dennis, you're a leader among us. You don't just play that thing amazing and sing amazing and you're spirit led, but God's called you. God's called you to lead. And I know you got a shirt on. I'm just putting that over you because God's calling you. There's a call of God. There's a call of God. There's an anointing of God. If the size don't fit, just get you a different size. I need to do something right over here. Hallelujah. This sweet lady right here, many, many years where she lived in her home, she'd tell me, I'm praying over my street, Pastor. I'm believing God for the souls of my street, Pastor. I was always so encouraged by that. I was always so inspired and uplifted. I'd get out in the streets of my own neighborhood. She's got health issues. But her and her sister today is called. They called. It ain't over, Sister Marilyn. It ain't over, Sister Marilyn. You're called. No matter how old, no matter how stooped, no matter how sick, God can use you to pray. God can use you to seek the face of God. Come on, God can use you to intercede. Anybody feel what I feel in this room? Oh, Sister Blanche, I love you so much. The Lord sent you to this church, Sister Blanche. The Lord sent you to this church. The Lord sent you to this church. We thank God for you. You're a cry to a voice that needs to hear what God has to say and you call to serve, Sister Blanche. Thank you for what you do, but there's an anointing on your life. There's an anointing on your life. It's not us, just us that loves you. But God's got His hand on you. God's got His anointing on you. Call. Call to serve. Oh, I love this couple right here. God's got his hand on the Lyles. God's using them in upper class. But in all class and all individuals, God is leading this couple to encourage and to lift up. God's calling you to serve. It's not over. It's not the end. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. It's the beginning. Come on, somebody lift your hands and lift your voice across this room. I'm not just trying to pick out a few. I'm telling you, everybody in this room is called. Everybody in this room is called today. Everybody in-
0: Thank you for taking the time to join us today. I hope this word has blessed you. If you are in the River Valley area and are looking for a church to attend, we would love for you to join us right here at TPC. Services are Sunday at 11 a.m. and Wednesday evening at 7 p.m. You can visit us at our website at www.tpcfortsmith.com and on Facebook at the Pentecostal Church Fort Smith. Here you will find any information you may need. Thank you and God bless.